0: I'm Elizabeth Hilliard. I'm a singer. I live in Dublin and I work a lot with contemporary composers and other contemporary performers. Um,
1: So looking back on 2021, what were some of the highlights for you?
0: I suppose I couldn't not mention my CD that came out in June of this year of Great Women by Gronje Mulvey. This is a piece celebrating uh, Irish revolutionaries, uh, Countess Markovich and Rosie Hackett, as well as the the two uh, women presidents, Mary Robinson and Mary McAleese. It's been years in the making and um, was originally scheduled to be um, having the world premiere in 2020. It all got cancelled. And with it all being cancelled, it ended up I could add on this CD recording of it. It was a fantastic experience. The Dublin International Chamber Music Festival came on board to commission Gráinne to write the piece for their 50th anniversary and we had this fantastic filming event in Dublin Castle. The film was released as part of the festival and also the CD was released and we had a, a wonderful launch led by Linda O'Shea Farrantz with a support of CMC and I was on a panel discussion with Mary Robinson which was absolutely I think the highlight of my year We have got to get rid of the last prestige of the herald before a woman is free as our dream of the future would happen We have got to get rid of the last prestige of the before a woman is free to get rid of the last vest we have got if to get rid of the last vestige free, of the hair of before a woman is free as our dream of the future would have her. You know, we've developed a kind of a language between me and Gráinne where she writes just something very kind of brief, but it'll kind of remind me of all these conversations we've had and I'll know exactly what she means she lives in carlo and for a number of the pieces i've gone down and spent like the guts of a day there and she'll be you know writing music and then bringing it in and i'll be practicing and then she'll come in with another a3 page and we'll we'll go through it and we kind of develop the piece like that we just got on really well and it just makes sense to to keep working together you know the music she writes is just absolutely phenomenal so i'm just delighted to be part of that On every side, a cool red, a suckly grass. It was on the front page of the Irish Times in connection with the launch of the Dublin International Chamber Music Festival. There's this picture of me in Kilmainham jail with a red dress. And then about three weeks later, I was performing with Paul Rowe and I was delighted to be asked by the Hugh Lane Gallery. I actually did two concerts for them this year. The Irish Times came again and took, took a photo of us because it was one of the very first live with an audience outdoor concerts in June. And um, that, that was a really, really special thing to take part Ту-ту-ту-ту-ту-ту-ту-ту...
1: And I suppose linking those two things together, on the one hand, you had the launch of Great Women, which was originally scheduled for 2020. And of course, those plans had to be shelved and you know put to one side. And, and it couldn't go ahead as a public concert. It had to be pre-recorded and then it became an online event. And on the other hand, you had those, those chamber music concerts with Paul Rowe in front of a, a live audience. It must be quite um, a bit of a roller coaster as a performer to go through those those different kind of manifestations, you know, not performing, performing in front of an audience, missing the audience, having to come up with alternatives. I mean, talk to me about that kind of space that you're in during 2020 and 2021.
0: At the start, obviously, it was complete loss. And still at times, you know, we're still at a loss. We don't know what's happening. I think we've got used almost to not knowing what's happening. And that's quite a strange position to be in. I'm quite a positive person and I'd always put a spin on it. Well, what is this allowing me to do? Rather than saying, what is this not allowing me to do? I've kind of really embraced the idea that collaboration doesn't necessarily have to have the two people in the same room. I think for me, a rehearsal, I feel I get a lot of uh, of someone else if we're actually both in the same physical space. But I think having conversations around music It's really opened the possibilities of meeting up with a lot more people. I think technology is definitely going to be here to communicate with and to collaborate with people more. When you're in your own space, you have a safer kind of feel. And it means I can meet more people because I don't have to have the same level of commitment to meet someone if I'm just in my house and next minute. I can go and clean up after last night's dinner or something.
1: So many people have just continued to make the work, even though it's been very, very difficult to do and very, very challenging to do, uh, both from the point of view of the public health guidelines, but also I would imagine kind of mentally and and emotionally, it's sort of difficult to create work under these kind of uh, under a climate of uncertainty.
0: Yeah, although to an extent, there's always a climate of uncertainty around creating work. This year, with the with the extra money coming in from the Arts Council that's going out to artists, uh, which is a huge change to to previous years with, you know, the Agility Awards, that they, they are really, really enabling people to go and create work. It does lift some of the worry, feeling that at some point in the future, it looks like there'll be more stability, financial stability within the arts, leading down to us lowly artists, which would be fantastic. Now... Here is a chance for our women. Fix your mind on the ideal of Ireland free, with her women enjoying the full rights of citizenship in their own nation. And no one will be able to sidetrack you, and so make use of you to use up the energies of the nation in obtaining all sorts of concessions sessions too that for the most part were coming in the natural course of evolution and were perhaps just hastened a few years by the fierce agitations to obtain them.
1: Talk to me about your other big project of the year, of the, or the second half of this year, your your um, radio series and, and how this whole idea uh, came about.
0: I've been creating a radio series, how the world begins again. RTE had a call for independent radio producers to make a series on women composers and sound artists. And it was quite an open call. Like they wanted it to feature as many women as possible. They had a suggestion of a number of different ways you could theme it, but there was nothing really kind of laid in stone. And I I kind of said well this this is something that interests me and I wanted to bring in other kind of themes about like under underrepresented people to to bring them in and also to reach out to people I didn't know more than half the people are people I know very well and then there's a few that I know quite well and then there was like two or three people that I'd never met before and I've kind of now kind of established relations with that which is really 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 great and uh, I worked with Helen Shaw and Um, John Howard in Athena Media who came in as uh, producers it's been just a fabulous experience
1: and you know you're talking to a diverse range of composers musicians artists the length and breadth of the country
0: yeah it was fabulous like um I didn't notice it so much when I was actually individually talking to people I tried to have a wide age range I also tried to um yeah, to have a mix of people that had moved abroad, people that had moved to Ireland, uh, but I didn't really kind of uh, consider the geographical spread. And when I was talking to people, they were just people. But when I was listening back to the to the creating the episodes, you could really hear oh, like there's a voice from Clare, there's a voice from Belfast, there's there's a voice from Galway. Yeah. It was it was really great actually to hear such intelligence and warmth coming from people from Ireland. Which you know, I'm I'm really proud to be an Irish person, and it was. I find that really great to have all those voices. The span of almost 16 years since the first presidential inauguration has seen a nation transformed. This Ireland, which stands so confidently on the brink of the 21st century and the third millennium, is one our forebears dreamed of and yearned for. A prospering Ireland. Accomplished. Educated. Dynamic. Innovative. Compassionate, proud of its people, its language, and of its vast heritage. An Ireland at the heart of the European Union, respected by nations and cultures across the world.